Hey, welcome back to Tiger Talk tonight here on uh, KNEM and KNMO. Thanks for joining us tonight. Actually, we're just on the AM side tonight because of all the schedule changes uh, going on this week, uh, weather-related. Uh, the uh, area basketball schedule has also been affected, and uh, that means that uh, we've got a, a Wemo Conference uh, matchup over on 97.5 FM KNMO that we were supposed to have last night, and uh, that got rescheduled for tonight with Liberal playing at Adrian and uh, Andrew Pickett on that call. But again, we're just on the AM side because of that for Tiger Talk here on AM 12. 1240 KNEM and KNEMKNMO.com. So appreciate you joining us. And again, a reminder, Missouri Tiger basketball uh, against uh, at 8 o'clock tonight as they get set for a matchup. That Tiger Network covers beginning at 7.30. Again, that'll be on the AM only on AM 1240 KNEM. Now I got all that out of the way. We're going to go by telephone this week because uh, I am recording the program a day early because of some travel that I have on Wednesday. So uh, from his uh, from his bunker at home. <laughs> Lady Tiger head coach Blake Howarth. How are you, coach? I'm good. Thanks, Mike. Uh, you know, like you said, definitely feel like I'm sitting out in a bunker right now with this <laughs> weather and, and road conditions. So, uh, definitely uh, the correct comment there. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, uh, again, this is airing on Wednesday. We're recording on Tuesday this week since you didn't have any games, but uh, and I have to travel Wednesday. Uh, hopefully, you're in school uh, by the time this is uh, this is aired and you're getting back to somewhat of a normal routine. But uh, before we go into your game at Cassville last week and what's ahead, let's talk about this week because you were somewhat lucky, I guess, in that you didn't have any games scheduled to begin with the first half of this week. But how, if, if has if at all, has it affected your, your practice schedule this week? Uh, it's a good practice schedule in a way that we're unable to practice, uh, especially on Tuesday. And like you said, hopefully when this airs, we are back in school on Wednesday and, and able to practice. Um, and, and we talked a couple weeks ago about all the games that we play, they're back-to-back weeks to one game you know, per week here, uh, last week and then this week. And so, you know, Four straight days of practice. We really needed that last week, and, and we could have definitely used them this week. Uh, but like I said before we went on the air, there's some some of the basketball girls reaching out, wanting to get into the gym and shoot. And so, uh, you know, unfortunately, we're, we've you know, not been able to practice, but the girls are missing it. And that's a big thing at this time of the year because, I mean, basketball is such a long season that it can seem like it's dragging out. And, you know, these snow days – uh, have kept us from practicing, but at least basketball is still in their mind, and they're they're still you know excited and wanting to get into the gym to get shots up, and so you know that that is nice to hear from them and know that they're still 100 percent you know excited and uh, involved in the season right now. And I guess a good part of that may be because you have not had a lot of activity lately, game wise. We talked about that stretch. You certainly have, but only one game. Uh, in the last week, that was last Friday at Cassville, and you weren't scheduled to play for another week. So, uh, you think they're they think they're getting antsy? Want to get out of the house? Well, that could be too, and I'm fine with that, especially if they want to come and you know practice basketball and shoot. I mean, you know, that's <laughs> that's a good thing for us. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, I, I'm antsy to get out too. Uh, I know yesterday I sat around waiting for the you know the decision about you know practice or not, and, and the same thing on Tuesday. Uh, and so, uh, you know, it's just, it's tough right now. You know, basketball is a long season. And so to, to go from the games that we were playing to, you know, one per week, uh, it's nice to have that downtime a little bit just so we can, you know, get 100% again and our legs back. But then again, you know, now we got some of our players probably sitting inside and, you know, laying around and we want to get up and get moving and, 
and we're going to get back to that on Wednesday. Let's go back and talk about the game you did play in the last week. That was last Friday night. I made the, the, the long road trip down to Cassville to take on the uh, Lady Wildcats and uh, come away with a 49-38 to victory over Cassville. And Cassville certainly no slouch. They went into the game at 10-8 and on the year, and uh, they were 2-2 two and two in conference play going into into the matchup. But uh, great start for your uh, Nevada squad as uh, you jump out to a 17-5 lead and uh, led by Todd and Hethman's 13 points in the first quarter, 18 in the game. But uh, that first quarter certainly got you going in the right direction. <laughs> and we talked for the game about how we wanted to start the game. And just a few of the games even, uh, you know, up to that Castle game, about how we control the game. You know, we're a good enough team, and, and our girls have really grown over the last uh, several games that what we what we want to do, it's on us. And so, you know, we came out and we talked about wanting to apply the pressure and get up and get after them and, and set the tone early to let them know, hey, this is, you know, we're going to play Lady Tiger basketball and this is how it's going to be. And we definitely set that tone. Ty came out and set that tone real early for us and did, you know, a, a great job of that. And, you know, all our girls followed. It wasn't just Ty. I mean, it was a great defensive effort. I, I, I still remember, you know, uh, Abby and Abby, Grace Bailey flying around, you know, trapping people, and and that's that's when we're at our best. And we did a great job of that, and especially in the first quarter, about seventeen to five. And we saw a great improvement uh, from the Clinton tournament in your pressure defense to the to your pressure that you applied on Friday against Castle. You just mentioned it uh, with the girls on top of the press flying around. However, minimal fouls this time as compared to what you had the Clinton tournament. Yeah, I mean, we talked about basketball during those two weeks, and I'm sure, you know, uh, fatigue set in. And, I mean, when, and when you get tired, you see it at all levels. When you get tired, you start playing with your hands and not so much your feet. And so, you know, those those four days that we got this week, uh, definitely to get our legs back. But then also, I mean, just the opportunity to coach the girls in practice. I mean, we were missing some practice time playing, you know, seven games in ten days. And so uh, we needed that. And, and we came and you saw it Friday night. You know, our girls uh, came in with the right mindset of practice, and, and we challenged each other and got better. And You know, we found those little things that were coachable during games that, you know, you can't necessarily say. I mean, you can't. You can't stop the game and say, hey, listen, you got to do this, this, this. You just got to tell them. In practice, we were able to slow it down, and if you know, a mistake happened, you know, we stopped and talked through it and was able to visualize and show them, hey, listen, this is where you need to be. This is what we're missing. And you saw that on Friday night, and the girls responded in a great way. You mentioned the, the 17-5 lead in the first quarter. Cassville started to get their feet under them a little bit uh, in the second quarter, and uh, they started to maybe turn things around a little bit. But but your girls uh, uh, were able to repel that. Uh, how do you feel about uh, your team's composure once Cassville did start trying to make a run back at you? Uh, I'm very happy to with the girls. I have been all year. I mean, we talk about basketball and how – it's a swing of momentum. I mean, and we've seen that all year. We even kind of, you know, got sloppy at times and, and kind of, I wouldn't say going on a dry spell because we were still able to score. Our defense, and our defense has been completely solid from the start of the season. Um, and I know, you know, we have some breakdowns from time to time, but what team doesn't? But Friday night, even when Castle started getting their, you know, their left again, our girls, our girls didn't shy away from it. You know, they continued to play. They continued to apply the pressure. Uh, we were able to mix up some some defenses, and you know, they responded in a great way. And you saw that on Friday night, and we were able, 
you know, to show that and, and you know, go in at halftime, I think, with a 10-point lead. Tyler Hethman, 18 points. We mentioned that she had 13 of those in the first quarter. Great start for for the senior. Uh, and uh, there's no doubt she went through a little slu- a sh- a shooting slump there for a little bit. But uh, she's really getting it going again uh, inside that lane uh, on that floater that she likes to shoot. And uh, certainly that's important as you head into these final couple of weeks of regular season play and then postseason. Uh, it is. I mean, we've been talking about the final season. The great thing she she's done and the things that she had to do, and she did it again Friday night. Uh, but a lot of that comes from her teammates, too, and, and how unselfish Ty is as well. Uh, you know, there's there's times that I've had to tell Ty, Ty, it, it's time for you to take during our dry spells. Uh, but, I mean, we're getting it done. You know, our girls are understanding, okay, Ty might have the hot hand. And, you know, you saw that in the first quarter. And then Castle started to adjust, and, you know, they started really taking a shot. And instead of forcing several, you know, shots like she does in the she has in the past, she started finding open teammates. You know, Abby Harder, Claire Slaringen, they all came in and, and knocked down shots for us. You know, Abby Hefman, she's still on the floor knocking down shots for us. And and so that's what we need. We need Ty to set that inside presence and get us rolling. And then whenever teams start to collapse, she's able to kick. But I mean, our girls are ready, and that's something that we see every day in practice and in games. And so we are able to catch and shoot, and we're not sped up or thinking, uh, you know, i got to let this fly even though I don't have confidence. And, you know, and Ty gets us going and builds that confidence, and our girls definitely feed off that. And, and we've been doing that for, what, 19 games now? And, you know, Castleville uh, last Friday was a great example of it. Kind of got the three ball going on Friday night. You had five trays in the game on Friday, and uh, uh, the the tray hasn't been as big a weapon this year, maybe as in past years for uh, Lady Tiger basketball. But uh, we we saw some of that on Friday night. Uh, how important is that shot for you going forward? I mean, it's big uh, just for the fact of, of confidence for our girls. I mean, you know, we're still young, uh, just for the fact that you know we, we return, you know, tie from that varsity group that you talk about with all the, the three-point success they've had. But, you know, our girls, you know, make or miss, they continue to play hard. And so it's nice to have, uh, you know, us knocking down those threes on, on Friday night against Castle, and hopefully that carries over when we get back into the gym uh, through all this weather. But then also for the remainder of our season, just for a confident boost. I mean, so that way we can run this stretch here of, of our uh, remaining season. But then, I mean, once again, we're returning just about everybody from uh, this year to next year, and I'm excited. And, you know, the, the future of Lady Tiger basketball is very bright. Uh, i got to ask about uh, Maddie Major. She took a chop to the mouth, uh, or a pop to the mouth, rather, uh, certainly inadvertent, but uh, banged her pretty good. Uh, have you seen her since Friday? I have not seen her. No, I've never just talked to her. Uh, right after it happened, and then even after the game, uh, talked to her. Uh, she she uh, does have braces, and so when she got popped in the mouth, those brackets from her braces, you know, they dug in a little bit, and I think she might even say she popped one off. But, uh, I mean, that happens. Uh, it was, you know, like you said, it, it wasn't intentional. Uh, you know, I think she even hit one of her own players, her and Clara, you know, going after boards. And, I mean, that's what's going to happen when you're a great rebound. You're going to fight people for it. Sometimes, you know, you have to fight your own teammate. But, uh, you know, she did get popped in the mouth. But uh, she she played through it. You know, she came back after that, even with the you know bloody lips, and and came out and, and competed. And I'm very proud of her for that. 
Well, you uh, wrap up that victory, again, 49-38 against the uh, Cassville Lady Wildcats. Had scheduled time off, uh, so the weather hasn't affected you game-wise uh, this week. Scheduled to be back in action on Friday night now as part of a girl-boy doubleheader at home against the uh, McDonald County Lady Mustangs. So let's turn our attention to them before we talk about early next, uh, ta- uh, turn our attention to early next week. McDonald County team that uh, comes in, again, another 500, 500-type team. They come in at 9-9 nine and nine on the season. Uh, so uh, what have you seen from the, the Lady Mustangs and what kind of a matchup do you expect on Friday night at Wynn Gymnasium? It, it's going to be a good matchup Friday night against Mack County. Uh, I mean, we've already seen them once in the Clinton tournament, or not the Clinton, the uh, Carl Junction tournament, sorry, uh, early on in our season. Uh, went to overtime with them, ended up losing that one. And so I have no doubt, uh, you know, we always try to move forward, but that, but that loss is setting back in our mind thinking, well, we can beat this team and we shouldn't have beat that team. And so to have that, uh, to kind of keep that fire roaring for us uh, throughout our season, but to know that, hey, we got an opportunity to play these guys again, uh, I'm excited for it. They're going to, I mean, they return, I think, uh, two or three guards there from uh, last year's team. But then they have a, a sophomore post player that's standing out. I mean, she's, what, six foot, I think, played uh, out just like we have seen the last, uh, you know, I guess our whole season, not just the last few games, but our whole season. And so, I mean, we got to take care of the ball. Uh, we went through a, a, a really big dry spell against uh, Matt County. You know, we jumped on them early uh, there in the first quarter. And uh, then, you know, after that, kind of, I wouldn't say let a foot off the gas, but the dry spell kicked in, fatigue kicked in uh, and from that tournament uh, over in Carl Junction. I mean, very emotional night, Monday night against Carl Junction over time, and then come back and play in Matt County. Uh, definitely another emotional night. So, uh they're good, you know. They beat they beat Seneca, uh, which unfortunately they beat us by two. But uh, you know, wins and losses, it doesn't talk about how hard our girls play. And so, uh, once again, in play and and set the tone early. Let them know, you know hey, we're going to play this way. This is how it's going to be. And get up and get after them, and and get those transition points, and get tied. Uh, rolling early, which then, you know, it leads to success for the rest of our girls. Yeah, you mentioned that first meeting, which seems like eons ago now, but uh, 38-33, the, the loss in that game, uh, we saw, we sat there, you and I sat there and watched McNally County play the, their first game and saw that they were offensively challenged, and really nothing much has changed uh, for them. Uh, they're still only averaging 38 points a game offensively, giving up uh, almost 45 points a game. Uh, so, I'm assuming you're probably looking at that game as a bit of an aberration offensively for your Lady Tigers and uh, looking for much better results, uh, obviously, when you see them on Friday night. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you have 33 points in a game. Um, after that, I really don't know if we've scored a, you know, 33 points in a whole game, before, you know, except for uh, that, that game right there and the Mount Vernon game. So, uh, you know, we've improved. Our girls improved. You know, they put the time in at practice uh, before, during, and after, uh, just working on certain things, and especially from that point. Uh, you know, we, we continue to go through our dry spells, and we're getting better at that. Uh, and so I'm very proud of our, our girls for that. But, but we got to come out and we got to apply that pressure that you've seen the last several weeks and continue to do the things that we want to in our press to, you know, frustrate them, speed them up, cause turnovers. And then, you know, we get it going the other way. And like I said, we're, we're really good with that, especially uh, with the ball and tie and, and Grace, you know, Abby and Abby. 
and uh, Clara's hands. So uh, really looking forward to the matchup. It's going to be a great test for us. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can get that game in on Friday. And this game does have uh, some conference implications. Both of you are, uh, both Nevada and McDonald County, are 3-2 and two, uh, in the Big A West. And so uh, this has some implications for the crossover game on Monday. Yeah, it does. And, I mean, we could talk about it. But, I mean, to me and the girls, this is another opportunity for us to play basketball and get better. Uh, there are some stakes on it. And, and so, uh, you know, it, Maybe a little bit for us on our side uh, tonight in that crossover game, but we got to come out and, and not apply pressure to ourselves. Just come out ready to play, play Lady Tiger basketball like we have been the last several weeks. And, you know, I have no doubt, I believe in our girls and our program, and I, I think we'll be just fine if we just come out and play the right way. I take that back. Actually, they're 3 and 1 in the conference. So, but it's still because they have not played Lamar yet. Actually, they were scheduled to play Lamar. Uh, yesterday, and uh, that did not happen. So uh, they still have another game against Lamar. So they're three and one actually in conference play. So point still taken that uh, this has. Uh, I'm not sure when they're making that up. Uh, so, uh, but it does have some implications uh, for Monday. So we we'll have to wait and see if when they're going to get that. Try to get that made up. Uh, but at any rate, uh, so we look forward to it. I'm sure you're anxious to get back home. Probably seems like forever since you played at home, uh, and I'm sure you're looking forward to that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's another feeling than, you know, playing a wind gymnasium. Uh, I know crowd restrictions, it, it's there, but uh, it, it should be another boy-girl doubleheader. And so I have no doubt, you know, the atmosphere is going to be uh, a lot better than it has been for just a single, uh, you know, boy or girl game night. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. I know our girls will be too, especially with a couple of days uh, here throughout the week with the, the snow and the weather. So uh, I'm eager. I know they are, and I can't wait till Friday. Speaking of atmospheres, I, 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 well, this is a joke, but you would not have known there was a pandemic last Friday night down at Cassville. And not many restrictions down that way, and uh, probably the loudest drums I've ever heard in a gym. Uh, so uh, my heart, my chest was pumping still for two days after that game with those drums down there. But uh, at any rate, it was, it was cool to see anyway. A little, a little normalcy, I guess. Yeah. Was and I mean you can kind of tell that uh, even there in the second quarter in Castle, like you said, started to get their legs just because I mean they did have the crowd. I mean they knocked down some shots and, and you know it brought a little bit of energy. But you know our girls fed off that too, and, and so you know uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter once again where we go, uh, you know who we play, what time we play. We got to be ready to go. And you know I really hope Friday night, you know we get that game in, and, and it's going to be a boy and girl doubleheader, and you know we can pack the house with every single person that you know is able to cards we can give out cards and they can come out and support both programs and you know bring that energy that we love to have and need all right so one other game to talk about and uh, unfortunately we can't really break it down because we don't know who you're playing yet and uh, that is the crossover game on monday and uh which is, which is obviously interesting because uh, uh, you're not going to have time, a lot of time to prepare for uh, who that opponent's going to be. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, you look at a schedule, you know what team is coming up. Uh, this time, uh, it's going to be uh, Friday is going to tell you a lot, obviously, about who that's going to be. Uh, but uh, do you have any idea at all how you think this might play out for Monday and who you'll be hosting at Wynn Gymnasium? I mean, I'm not 100% sure, but like we talked about before we went on air, I mean, Mount Vernon, 
they beat Hollister, and I mean, I think they beat everybody so far on their side, so they're going to be the number one seed uh, for the East, and then Hollister and Marshfield is probably going to be the 2-3. So depending on how our side plays out, uh, I would I would take it for us to be hopefully in that second or third place, uh, just kind of seeing where makeup games happen and, and how the West plays, but I could see us definitely playing against Hollister or Marshfield, which uh, – Two great teams. Uh, you know, those three, Mount Vernon, uh, Hollister, and, and Marshfield, they're at the top. And, uh, you know, Hollister's got that really good guard, uh, Bug Bailey. I think she's averaging, you know, 20-some points a game. And Marshfield's just solid all the way around. Got a couple films that they've played uh, against some of our uh, conference teams, and they're solid. And so, you know, that's what we want, though. At this point in the year, we want to play good teams because our district's full of good teams. And so, uh, another great opportunity for us to play a good team just to prepare us, you know, for the remainder of our season, but then also to get, you know, that amped up uh, and readiness that we need for our district play. Well, if it's going to be uh, Marshfield or Hollister, it's a, it's a good year for you to have that game at home. <laughs> the two longest yeah, trips in the East. <laughs> I mean, I'd much travel, yeah, I'd much rather travel to Wynn Gymnasium than, you know, down there uh, south. So i uh, very excited that it's at home, and I know our girls will be excited for that too. All right, and uh, I guess normally when you think, uh, okay, we've got a conference crossover game coming up, you think, okay, the end of the season is nearing, which it is, but not for a few more games after that because you've got a few non-conference games coming up next week with uh, El Dorado Springs, Sedea Smith-Cotton still on the agenda, uh, There's and Bolivar still to play as well. So there's a lot of work still to be done uh, before you get to district play. Absolutely. And, I mean, you know, those games scheduled there at the end of our season, El Dorado's no joke. Uh, you know, they came down to the wire last year, and they returned everybody. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's, it's going to be a true test for us. And, you know, we wouldn't want it any other way. And so, you know, we're excited to get these, these teams to come and, and, you know, play and get on our schedule. And so uh, we're excited for it. And like I said, I mean, we, this is a, these are the games that we need to roll into district because especially, you know, in the past, our district, it's been solid, and it's going to continue to stay solid this year. And we need that so that way we can get those looks from good teams and push us so that way when we get into district play, it's nothing different. We're used to playing good teams and, and you know, stepping up to the challenge. All right, well, we'll look forward to it coming up uh, this week. And again, uh, two games over the next week, Friday night at home against McDonald County and then the opponent to be determined in the uh, Big 8 uh, crossover game on Monday. And uh, But we do know it will be at Wynn Gymnasium on Monday night. And do you know on Monday, uh, either way, if it would be Marshfield or Hollister, you'll have three games or two? Do you have any idea? Should have two. That should be a junior varsity game. Okay, no, no C team uh, game sure. on Monday for, with either one of them. Then, no, yeah. probably not. I don't. I don't think so. I think uh, I, I know. Like uh, when when Hollister played uh, Matt County or not Matt County. Uh, when Hollister played Mount Vernon, uh, they actually only had two quarters, and I think that might be mm. Mount Vernon's side of it. But um, yeah, definitely, we'll, we'll definitely try to at least get two quarters of JV. But it should be a JV varsity game night. All right, we'll look forward to it. Hopefully by the time I see you on Friday, we'll have a little more clarity about what's going on in the in the Big A West and what the, the stakes are in, uh, between you and McDonald County on Friday night. So we'll have some clear idea about what Monday looks like. So in the meantime, uh, enjoy your uh, enjoy your time uh, dealing with the weather. <laughs> Hope you're getting some practice in, and uh, we'll see you Friday night and back here next week. Thanks, Blake. 
Absolutely. Thank you, Mike. Lady Tiger and basketball coach Blake Howarth. When we come back, we'll talk boys basketball. Head coach Sean Gray also joining us by telephone in his bunker as well. And we'll do that for you after this timeout on Tiger Talk.